You've tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. My name is Oliver Queen. My name is Barry Allen. You're blind, but you see so much. Everything we've been doing, it all leads here. Suit up. Jim Gordon, GCPD. I hear good things about you, Counselor. Harvey Dent. Likewise, about you, Detective. You think you know me, but I've never been more than what each of you has created. <laughs> Just look at the flowers. Welcome back for another episode of Televised Heroics. This week, uh, Daniel, we're going to be talking about the season finale. Season, was it? Season four finale? Or season, yeah. Is it season no, four or season three? Season three finale of Supergirl. And uh, the next episode in Cloak and Dagger. Yeah. I mean, before we get to uh, geek televised news, uh, what did you think? Just a big a summary, just like a, in a word or two, of what did you think of the Supergirl finale? Um, I guess the best way to say it uh, I liked it, but with a question mark because a lot of it still kind of fell flat and was bland. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to agree. A lot of it was pretty bland. So, uh, yeah, uh, when we get to talking about the actual episode, we're going to have some things to say, I think. Yeah. Uh, but, as always, before we get to talking about our shows, let's go ahead and talk about some uh, Televised Heroics news. We got... The fall premiere dates for all the CW shows that we talk about have been announced. Dun, dun, dun. So we got The Flash returning Tuesday, August 9th. Black Lightning will return the same night, uh, an hour later, so 8 and 9 p.m. Um, uh, we don't do Riverdale or All-American or Supernatural or Dynasty. Uh, Supergirl. Supergirl is, is going to be on Sundays. Sundays, October 14th at 8 uh, Arrow will be October 15th on Monday at 8. And then DC Legends of Tomorrow will be on Monday, October 22nd. Yeah. I wonder why, and, they, uh, why, why they're waiting a, a, a week to do Legends of Tomorrow. Why not just start it the same night as Arrow? Probably because... Uh, well, we all know that it has a shorter season than all the other shows. Maybe so all the breaks and stuff will align. Oh, maybe that, that could be it. I can say I'll also take random hiatuses or like if there's a special televised event, you know, they'll cut it short as well. Mm, yeah, there might be something like that. There might be uh, things that take precedent. But uh, essentially, we're waiting till October. Uh, yeah, October will be the month all those shows come back, and we'll have to go crazy <laughs> by all the things that we have to cover next season. <laughs> This is uh, the longest break we've had, hasn't it? Uh, I don't think so. I think usually it's uh, May to October. And, I mean, technically it'd be even shorter because uh, 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 Supergirl went into Ju- into June. Yeah. Usually they Which, always start up in October. Yeah. Do you think they had a – it was all the special effects, so it was like all post-production, or do you think they had to do some rewrites for that show? For Supergirl? Yeah. No, I just think it was because of the – um, what was it um, Legends of Tomorrow taking its time spot at the beginning of oh, this true. year? Not the beginning of the season, but the beginning of the se- the year. 
That is true. So they just had to since since Black Lightning took Legends of Tomorrow's time slot and then Super or Legends of Tomorrow took Supergirl's time spot, they just moved everything or Supergirl over. So does that mean that our crossover oh it usually begins with Supergirl anyway, so it's gonna begin with Supergirl. On Sundays? Then, yeah, on Sundays. Yeah, I mean I mean what was it it ended yeah, so it was Sunday Supergirl, Arrow, and Legends on Monday, and then Flash on Tuesday. That means our crossover will be done by Tuesday now? I guess so. <laughs> also, um, it's pretty ballsy on the CW to go up against uh, you know, other Sunday shows like uh, The Walking Dead, Game of Thrones. That is true. Um, I, I mean, I guess essentially you're just hoping that the fact that it's on network television will keep it alive as opposed to cable television. Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, but yeah, it is, it, it is pretty ballsy for them to go up against the, the walking dead. Uh, speaking of the walking dead, the new showrunner, uh, I believe she, she's the new show showrunner, uh, season. She said that season nine, let me make sure I get her name right. Angela Kang, uh, that season nine will have a significant time jump. We're playing with time in the season, so we get to jump forward in the story. We come in on some pretty fun stuff. Fun stuff. That's weird. <laughs> what do you, What do you think of that? Um, I don't know. Maybe um, Carl's vision came true, and everybody's living in harmony. It's It says it's going to be two years after All Out War. So I don't know what. How old would that put Judith? Probably around four, five or oh, you know, yeah, you're right, four. Yeah. So, so she'll be four. Um, that means that Maggie would have already given birth. Oh, that's true. I didn't think about that. So that baby will be about two. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's gonna be crazy seeing uh, the remaining, uh, you know, saviors that you know eventually gave up and became good guys see you know what relationships they've developed with some of the other members from uh, the hilltop and um, alexandria and uh don't forget uh kang even brings out that uh uh jadis aka ann uh, i think we're going to see ann in a way that people will be very surprised by seeing a different aspect of her character so she's still kicking around wow so I guess uh, she's going to be more composed and maybe she's going to be one of the leaders of one of the groups now, I guess. Yeah, that's a good possibility. Wow. I mean, and this is all coming on the tail end of um, what uh, that we know that Andrew Lincoln and Lauren Cohen are both only doing a short season and it's going to be their last season. Right. So... I don't know. Do you think it's going to be a lot like how Fear the Walking Dead played out this past season, where we're going to see the t the the future time or the present time, and then ha we'll have characters that are dead, and we'll have to do flashbacks to catch up to where we find out how they died. Like, um, what's his name? Um, Nick and Matt Madison. I, you know, that would be a cool idea, but just because we've seen it on Fear the Walking Dead, I would absolutely just ha hate it because it would be nothing new. Yeah, I wouldn't hate it, but I'd be like, ah, I can't believe they're just doing the same thing they just did. So 
I think right. I think what we're gonna see is just it's it's just gonna be a simple time jump, and then we're just gonna be like, okay, this is where we're at now. Uh, we might get some flashbacks as to see like why is this person on our side now, but other than that, I think it's just gonna play it out. Right. Yikes. I don't know. I I also think it's a ballsy move, you know, getting rid of those two characters as well. Well, I mean, Andrew Lincoln's been doing it for nine years. Lauren Cohen's been doing it for eight years. I can only imagine that they were just, they were probably both just tired of doing it. Um, I mean, we know about all the negotiation problems that Maggie, or Maggie, Lauren Cohen was having at the beginning of the season or before the season started filming that she wanted more money or to be paid as much as the the others. And, uh, I mean, I don't know if that was ever settled, settled or not, but she is coming back for partial of the season. So, yeah. Well, I still best of luck to her, you know, the next show that she has coming on. Yeah. That whiskey cavalier. Yep. So, uh, (laughs) all right. Speaking of the walking dead, the creator of the walking dead, one, Mr. Robert Kirkman, has sold another one of his properties to television, but this time it's going to Amazon TV. It's this, the comic book series Invincible. Uh, this is something that a lot of people have always told me that I, I should read, and I haven't got around to actually reading it. Um, it's, uh, it's uh, from what I understand, it's very adult. It's it's part of the Skybound uh, image imprint mm-hmm. run, and it, it, it finished up its run in February at 144 ep- issues. Jesus, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, but but see, I mean, I kind of feel like that's that's manageable. If I wanted to go back and like read all 144 issues, it would be it wouldn't be that bad, right? That's true. But uh, yeah, um, it's being reported that it will be a animated series and it will be on uh, Amazon. Yeah, an animated series. How do you feel about that? Like, do you prefer it to be animated or would you like to see a, a, a live action? You know, um, just reading uh, some of the description of the comics um, and everything, I just, I think that if they went ahead and did this um, live action, it would be kind of like a kick-ass, you know, with uh, the, you know, all the bright colors, even though like it's a dark movie, uh, because the comic um, is known for, like you mentioned before, being, you know, really violent, but the colors and everything is really bright and, you know, makes it pop and it looks like it could be a kid's comic, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think, um, I think it would work uh, best as a uh, animated series. I mean, I, 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 I agree with you. Um, Well, I agree that it's going to look great as an animated series. Um, I think that's the, that's the thing that you have to worry about when you're adapting comic books into uh a series, uh, some type of televised series or a movie is that, you know, you can only do so much with living people. There's, there's a lot of limitations, but as you see in like Incredibles, when you do animated superheroing, you can move the camera any way you want. You can make the pe- the characters do anything you want because they're not real. It's all hand drawn. Right. Right. But like, I, I heard this described before is that, when I read my comic books, I already animate it in my head. Like I fill in the blanks with my own imagination. So I've already seen these things animated. I kind of want to see a live action version of it just, just for the wow factor kind of thing. So I kind of would, would have preferred to have seen a, uh, a live action version of it. And I, I love the fact because like 
from what I understand, you know, like Invincible does a lot of the common comic book superhero tropes and kind of, you know, pokes fun at them or exposes them or, you know, uh, turns them on their head. And I would have liked to have seen that, like, if you're going to make fun of Superman, I want to see that being made fun of Superman in live action. That's true. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, uh, was it uh, Amazon has picked it up? It says a uh, eight episode adult animated Amazon series. Uh, I don't think they have a particular date for it yet, but that is something that's going to be coming to your computer screens soon. So hope everybody oh, watches it and enjoys it. Or if you have a smart TV, then you know smart TV. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but I mean, it's all, everything's got a computer in it, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of streaming sites, and we talked about this last week, we, we talked about how Netflix saved Lucifer for season four. Um, but now they, I believe the showrunner has come out and said that they are going to start in August, filming in August for the show. Uh, I think that's cool because like I said, I, I enjoy the show. The one thing I want to know is, and I think, and a lot of people on our, our on our Facebook have chimed in with this. What do you think that since it's going to be on Netflix and it's no longer going to be like have its hands tied by uh, uh, the rating system and and censorship, will they try and do anything a little bit more hardcore on the show? Do, um, do you know anything about uh, the comics? Do you know if they are a little bit more graphic than obviously a TV show is? Well, I would say that, I mean, there's de- pro- uh, more than likely there's no, um, I, uh, I, you know, I, I don't. I don't read the comic book. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that right now. But it is by Neil Gaiman. Okay. And it is Vertigo, which is the DC imprint, and they are able to go a little bit more risque there. So there right. might be some like extra skin that you see and I would imagine that you see a little bit more brutal deaths uh maybe more blood which I think that's something that you can get away with in on on Netflix now the only thing is is that I think Netflix has to take into account that who who is it that's going to be coming over to watch it it's going to be the people that were already fans of it on Fox so right. if there's people that were watching it on Fox that might not enjoy seeing more graphic content on a show that they were already watching that had sensors, they might not want to see that on Netflix either. So if you di- if you made it more graphic just for the people that are like, yeah, I want to see more hardcore, I mean, you're alienating half of your or part of your uh, audience. Whereas if you just kept it the same, those people that were coming over to Fox or coming over from Fox that wanted to see more hardcore are still going to watch it because they enjoyed the show. Right. But also, I wouldn't be too worried about it either because Netflix is smart with the uh, material that they do or that they use as well and that they produce, except for when they took over Arrested Development. <laughs> well, see, that's what I was going to ask. I mean, obviously, they took over Arrested Development. They also took over – oh, no, that was Hulu. I was going to say they took over Mindy Project, but I think Hulu took over the Mindy Project. Yeah, did, that's Hulu. Did you watch uh, the Arrested Development season four and season five? Yes, I did. So did they ever do anything more graphic uh, since it became Netflix instead of Fox? No, you would expect them to do that thing. Like, they say shit now, but uh, whenever they drop an F-bomb, that still gets censored. 
like how it did on Fox. Oh, okay. Well, see, I mean, and I guess that's probably more of the joke to censor out fo- fuck, but uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I guess I could see them getting away with a little bit more language on Lucifer, but I don't know. I, I, I mean, the, the show kind of pushes the boundaries already with the, cause you know, Lucifer is very much a sex driven character in the show. So there's at least in the first season, there was always some kind of half naked woman walking around, maybe even half naked <laughs> men too, because he, he didn't care. So he had sex with everybody, but uh, I don't know if you'll see actual bare breast or anything like that. I don't think so, but you know, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, over at, uh, San Diego Comic-Con, which is coming up in, um, just, uh, just over a month. Um, Marvel Studios movies has already said that they're not going to be there. But Marvel Studios TV or Marvel Entertainment TV, which is head up by Jeff Loeb, has said that they they are going to be there with Iron Fist and uh, Punisher. So I believe both of those Ooh. shows are filming their season twos right now. Uh, I imagine you can expect to see some footage or clips and uh, definitely the stars to show up there and, and be part of it. Uh, right now, Luke Cage season two just dropped this past weekend. Uh, I haven't had a chance to watch any of it yet. Have you? No, not yet. And Jessica Jones season three just started filming last week, so I wonder if I wonder why they wouldn't be there. Maybe maybe because they were they might be in the middle of filming, can't break away. That might be it, or they don't have a lot filmed yet. So oh, that that could be it too. I can understand that. They don't have a lot of sh- you know footage to show since that seems to be like one of the biggest things at um, San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you kind of when you're in those big uh, conference rooms and you waited all day or in some cases all night to to be in there, you kind of expect to see some footage and and stuff other than just seeing the stars come up and talk, which is great. It's awesome to see that, but you know, you you kind of expect more. Yeah. Uh, and then Daredevil season three is in the can, so I don't know why they wouldn't show up. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, they they might be there. The article here says that uh, we also hear that they are dis- they are discussing or discussions going on for a possible Daredevil appearance at SDCC. I don't see why they wouldn't. It seems like it would be a bad idea not to show up. Yeah, I agree. It would be a dumb move not to show up and have have something to show. So. Uh, which I already thought that was a bad idea for Marvel Studios not to show up. But at the time San Diego Comic-Con comes around, Ant-Man and the Wasp will already have been out. And the next pro- next movie that they're going to have is going to be Captain Marvel, which isn't out till February. And, I mean, I, I know they could definitely show you something, but it wouldn't be a lot to show. Like, it'd be... they don't. They, I mean, they obviously don't want to show you anything that's going to happen in Avengers 4. And right. uh, I would assume since, yeah, Spider-Man Homecoming 2 hasn't started filming yet, there wouldn't be anything to say about that either. Yeah. Unless they're going to show up at Sony. I don't know. That's that, that's interesting. That's always an interesting thing. Like, the whole Spider-Man co-ownership between Sony and, and Marvel Studios. And they're, yeah, I, how does that usually work out? I want to say because I think the year that Captain Marvel Civil War came out, 
Spider-Man wasn't at the Marvel panel the year before, uh, but I, I can't remember. I, I, that might have been a year that I didn't go. And okay. uh, I don't know what happened the year that they had Spider-Man Homecoming come out, or the year before, I would assume, because Spider-Man Homecoming came out before uh, San Diego Comic-Con that year, I believe. Okay. So, interesting. I, I, I think that definitely leaves DC uh, Entertainment <laughs> as the big hey we're doing shit still. Pay attention to us. Like they'll have their like we've already heard there's going to be a uh, trailer Aquaman. for yeah a trailer for Aquaman. Um, they would have already started. Sh- I mean, we we're already seeing pictures and stuff from Wonder Woman uh, episode or yeah. Wonder Woman 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 Wonder Woman two. So they could <laughs> they could bring some stuff. Uh, we definitely need to see stuff that's going to show up in the DC Universe um, streaming app. Oh, that's true. So, I mean, Titans by that time should be all done filming. You know what? And actually, I saw something earlier this week, and I don't know why I didn't pick up on it, um, about it kind of got leaked when that streaming site is supposed to come on. Oh, really? Yeah. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Um, New details about the DC streaming app have been revealed. A DC employee has shed some light on what... And this is from comicbookmovie.com. Uh, DC employee has shed some light on what we should expect from the planned DC Universe streaming service. And it sounds like comic books and animated movies will be a big part of pre- uh, proceedings. Uh, last month, Warner Bros. officially announced. See, I work. Oh, let's see. This was during a podcast appearance. She was asked if there was anything she wanted to plug and it was then that snow dropped some fresh details about warner brothers and dc entertainment's current plans let's see if i can see see this is uh revealed by danny snow a woman who serves as its community manager uh i don't know which podcast it was but this is the words that she came out and said i work at dc comics sorry dc entertainment and we are about to launch, I think, late August, our DC digital platform, which will be a hub for all things DC. She revealed there will be a digital movie, or there will be digital movies, TV shows that you can watch streaming. You can watch streaming. We're going to have a lot of comics on there. So, again, oh wow, yeah, you can see yeah. digital comics too. That's interesting. That's- Awesome. That's, uh, I mean, I know it failed for a while. So given that opportunity to do that again, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. So, so August. I, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I was just going to say August. That's crazy. Uh, I would, I mean, I don't know if that means that's when Titans is going to go up, but at least we know that's when, uh, the, the app is supposed to come go live or it's rumored. That's when the app is going to go live. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, but I guess, you know, we were right when we mentioned last time uh, when we were trying to figure out what was going to be on there. It looks like a lot of the animated shows and possibly animated movies will be on there. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, okay, FX. FX has uh, the Why the Last Man TV show coming to it. And now yeah. in, in, in negotiations <laughs> for a part on Why the Last Man is Jodie Foster, which, I mean, 
do you see this as being a little strange? Uh, seeing as how she came out and said all she said about superhero movies? They're probably giving her a good paycheck and, you know, her manager or, you know, agent probably told her it'd be a good move to jump onto the superhero bandwagon while it's still hot. Uh, I mean... I mean, I guess technically, Why the Last Man isn't a superhero comic. It's a sci-fi. It's a sci-fi comic, and she has done a lot of sci-fi. She just recently did uh, Hotel Artemis. Um, It says in this article that uh, is more than likely going to be playing Jennifer Brown, which is York Brown's mother. York Brown being the, uh, the, the title character of Why. Okay. Um... Jennifer is a congresswoman from Ohio. Her role in the government plays a large part in the series as countries around the world grapple with losing the entire entirety of the male race. Uh, the loss affects everything from day-to-day life to the future of humankind. And humanity is doomed to extinction. I mean, I guess. I, I don't know. Have you ever read Why the Last Man? Um, I'm just reading... Um... Uh, I told you that uh, my friend uh, who lives in Portland, he really recommends it, especially since, you know, it's Brian K. Vaughn. And then my old roommate, she's in love with that series. So they both are trying to push this on me. But um, from what they told me, um, you know, you pretty much hit the nail on the head. Um, all living mammals with the Y chromosome. Except, you know, for, just... except for York and uh, his monkey amp- ampersand. Yeah. Die mysteriously. Um, and pretty much... Yeah, um, he goes on, you know, they're trying to figure out why, what happened. And uh, I guess Yorick uh, was away for whatever reason uh, when it happened. And that's why he ended up surviving. Like he was in outer space or some shit? Um, I don't know. That's actually a really good question. They didn't actually specify that one. I would have to assume that he was off planet because why else would, you know... (laughs) Where where right. on earth could you hide that it affects everybody on earth? Right. And especially since, you know, again, um he's um it's a sci fi, so yeah, he would have to been off earth <laughs> when that happened. Yeah. Uh like I said, I'll give it a try. I'll give the show a try. It sounds good to me, but I just I, I've never read the comic, so it it will be interesting at the least. And Jodie Foster coming to T V is definitely an interesting thing as well. Yeah, she looking on her IMDb. She hasn't done TV. It looks like since the seventies, um, and then nineties, and then most recently uh, the Simpsons, and that was eleven years ago. She did an episode of the Simpsons. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> did not know that. Uh, so. Okay, so we can expect that on on FX whenever it comes out. I don't think there's a date for that yet. I don't, Obviously, they haven't even started shooting yet. If uh, they're still in negotiations, talking with uh, Jodie Foster, right? Now, uh, the last episode of Supergirl, the f- the finale of this season, uh, saw a lot of things. But one of the big things, and we'll we'll go, go right. Well, I mean, I guess we can go right into talking about the show. Uh, but we're going to also talk about this article that was on TV Line, um, where uh, I believe. The Queller, I, I believe it's one of the showrunners or the executive producers or something like that, went on to talk about some of the stuff. But uh, the, she definitely confirmed that, uh, or Queller confirmed that um, 
one of the storylines that they're going to be doing in season four is a loosely adapted storyline of Red Sun, Superman Red Sun. I just got to say, but why? We have the animated, uh, don't we have an animated movie coming out? Uh, I don't know if they, did they actually say they were going to do Red Sun, the animated movie or not? I, I mean, or have I just been asking for it? <laughs> you might have just been asking for it for a very long time, but. I mean, I can see them doing it too. It's 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 not that far off. Um, I just think that it's it's a very popular line, and and there. I mean, if we you if we jump right to the end of the episode, we see that it's not exactly the same uh, as the Red Sun storyline in the first place. This is a character that some well because of that rock, whatever it's called. I always forget what it's called. The that Kara ends up grabbing while trying to defeat rain and sam grabs uh it splits her off into another person so there will be two cars running around this car will have ends up landing there the second car ends up landing in russia and uh i guess that's where she's going to end up being a blank slate so that russia can have its own supergirl yeah that's I just, um, I think I shared uh, my feelings on this online. Um, I may have not. Uh, who knows? But uh, I know it's loosely adapted, but it's just not going to be the same without a Russian Batman, Lex Luthor as uh, president of the United States, and also having, um, you know, Green Lantern, since uh, he ends up getting the, the ring from Hal Jordan after they instruct the blimp and everything. Yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously it yeah, it's it's going to be very I mean, essentially the only thing that's going to be same is a Russian superpowered person, a Russian superpowered Kryptonian because you right. cuz the idea would be that I mean, if you were going to do it the same way, you would have uh Guardian being a Russian Guardian and you would have uh, t- taking the Batman spot and you would have uh you know, uh, whoever else taking the the Wonder Woman spot. But yeah, it's just going to be a superpowered Russian Kryptonian. Um, I, I really thought it was, and when I'm watching the episode and it comes up to that part at the very end where you see the, 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 the naked Kara walking up with a blanket over her up to the Russian outpost or whatever it is. I was like, Oh, so that's why they did. Cause when she, when she's fighting rain and she stops rain or Sam from killing rain right there on the spot, she's like, no, we got to do it a different way. And she grabs <laughs> the rock and makes uh, rain, grab the rock. And then Sam comes over and grabs the rock. Like I thought that it was going to be Sam and Kara inside that other realm, like beating down on rain. But Sam does it all by herself, so I was like, "What is go? Why was? Why did they have Supergirl there then at all? What was the whole point of that?" And right. th- now you know the whole point is just to set up something else for next season. Yeah, and oh my god, um, when they made Rain, when Sam forced Rain to drink the water, it was literally like a little sip, and like you know that drained her powers. I was like, "Come on, guys!" <laughs> yeah, it was not only was it a little sip, but like she holds her neck and and rain's like no 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 i'm not gonna do it and then she just stops struggling and opens her mouth it's like she didn't force your mouth open you could have just kept your mouth shut that was or you know laser beams to the face could have killed sam right there i mean yeah there was a lot of things that could have happened it was oh god it was so bad the the fine 
Yeah. Um, and I guess, you know, you were, you were right. Um, uh, Kara's mom did end up dying, but she ended up going back in time. So she didn't really die, but you know, you still get points. Yeah. Nobody ended up dying. <laughs> Probably the most disappointing thing. Like that. <sighs> oh, I'm sorry. That's not true. Martian Manhunter's father's died. Father died. Carl Lumley. Yeah. So that, that was it. That was the only person that ended up dying. And I was just like, but I mean, he kind of, well, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll <laughs> I mean, we've already been building up to his death throughout the whole season so far, so. So, yeah. And his death meant nothing. Absolutely nothing. Like, it, it you, th- I, I mean, obviously that dead scrolls or whatever the that his father passed on, that's going to be something for the Martian Manhunter to do next season, I guess, since he's not going to be the, 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 director? the director of the DEO anymore. And yeah, that was just... a... That was another thing, like the whole, hey, uh, I'm going to quit so that I can have a, a daughter or get myself a child. And then he's like, no, 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 no. What you can do is you can be the new director and then you don't have to worry about going out on mission. And I was like, oh, yeah, really? Did, did you not go out on missions, John? <laughs> that, that makes it better? Okay. Okay. So Whatever. that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever, John. And um, I was like, you know, the transition's still going to take, you know, weeks, maybe months before you can, you know, become the new director. But whatever. Oh no, no, no. He's it, it's a uh, you know, it's not like any every other government uh, agency <laughs> ever. He he just says, I'm done. You get the position now. Like no one else, per, you know, uh, appoints her or anything. He just says, you're the one who's got the position now, kind of thing. And, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, sure. All right, who am I to fight it? (laughs) Then, um, uh, yeah, and then, but then also I was like, oh, so she wants to quit the DEO so that she can adopt a kid. Then uh, what is she going to do to support this child? Is she going to go be a a law officer, like a a regular cop? Because that's just as dangerous. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, what other skills does she have? Is she going to go be a doctor, like a medical doctor somewhere? Because, th- I mean, that's going to take you away from your kid a lot, too. And those Babysitter. Are the, <laughs> that's the only things that she has. She, those are the skills that she has. She's either law enforcement or she's been, she has a, a medical degree. Like, I mean, yeah. I guess the other option, if I really stretch it, is that she could go do research medicine or research science as a having a medical degree. But usually you have to have some type of specialization for that you have to like be looking at hey i want to research cancer and do all that kind of stuff but it's tv i guess so we don't have to worry about that anymore because she's gonna stay with the deo yeah yay yay (laughs) i was Uh, gonna say who knows maybe she has you know nice chunk of change stashed away for this day i mean top government agency so i'm pretty sure she gets paid pretty well i sure maybe (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, she hasn't. Ooh, it hasn't seen that way. They're always talking about how they, you know, that they're. Uh, well, I mean, I guess they aren't always talking about that they're struggling for money, but they don't seem like they're too well to do. But then again, they have very nice apartments in the middle of <laughs> a major metropolitan city. city. Yeah, uh, and we and Kara doesn't really even have that good of a job that she's barely ever at, anyways. Yeah, I know. You know, you know, maybe behind the scenes, she's robbed a couple of banks and, you know, gotten away with it. Sure, why not? <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny, and then it, we're also talking a lot about the, all the stuff that happened after the fight with uh, with Rain, because 
essentially everything before that is nonsense. It doesn't fucking matter. Whatever, <laughs> whatsoever. Uh, this the episode also seemed to end like three, four, five times. Like it just. Oh, this is where this stops. Oh, this is like this person gets their into their story, and this person, gets, but yet they're all pretty much coming back for next season. So it's not like yeah. they're going to be gone <laughs> forever. Yeah, they all had their own, you know, happy little ending, and made no goddamn sense. You're right. Yeah, um, n- none whatsoever. And I just want to go ahead and uh, you got extra points because you know you were right as always. So yet again, um, when basically designed the belt or whatever um into the future it's a big deal so he pretty much saves the future from the in the past so yeah yeah because of his force field belt that he created in the present it's the base technology for just about everything that the legion uses in the future and it's it's saved humanity time and time again to the point that his little mini schematic that he made on uh his uh that that piece of paper that he showed to the guy that ended up dying i forget what his name is uh it becomes part of the historical archives like kind of thing it's like oh okay uh so yeah because all the ai in the future are now dying because of a certain ai virus which i believe brainiac 5 was was attributing to brainiac as the one that created it he said he said my cousin the evil one yeah uh he has to stay out of the future and they need someone that's smart enough to go to the future to, to fight the, the virus. And, uh, and apparently that's when. Yeah. Even though it doesn't matter that he's a 12th level intellect. Yeah. I mean, you would think that he'd be able to figure that out somehow, but no, that's okay. And, and it, I love that wins. Like you've told me repeatedly that I am not smart enough to be, uh, in you know, with you people, and now you want me to go there and and, st- and finish this off or try and fix this all? It's like you're crazy. But no, nope, okay. he's going to the future with uh with Monel, who has to go to the future because the future needs their leaders. Yeah, sure. But uh, hey, you know, um, Wynn never really had any luck with women on Earth, so maybe in the future he'll be banging uh, alien babes. So right, he might have that going for him. Maybe him and Emro, or yeah, Emro will get get together, and Mono will be off the hook, and finally come back to Supergirl. Because who gives <laughs> do a we fuck? Really want that? I don't care one way or the other, really. Uh, I mean, if we get to see an episode in the future where we get to see a lot of Legion characters, the Legion Supergirls, that that'd be fucking awesome. I wouldn't mind that, but I don't know. I don't know if that will happen or not. Maybe uh, they're setting up a uh, spinoff, and it will be a Legend of Superheroes, the Legion of Superheroes. Maybe. So when uh, Supergirl puts on the Legion ring, and she's like, "I need to go back in time to fix this," Did, were you? Was I? Was I the only one thinking like, "Hey, Barry knows this is not a good idea. Maybe you shouldn't do it too." Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I mean. Everybody ended up dying except for Martian Manhunter, which was hilarious. And I thought it was funny that Monel pushes Jean uh, Jean's out of the way to take the, the the heat vision blast. But I'm pretty sure Martian Manhunter could have just like went intangible, and it wouldn't have hurt him. But that's okay. Yeah, same same thing. I thought the exact. I was like, he has so many different powers. You don't have to sacrifice yourself. But maybe Monel's like, oh, I don't want to be stuck, you know, having to choose between Kara or Emra. I'd rather die just now. Yay, take me. <laughs> I mean, it was a, it was a pretty, a pretty 
terrible like season finale. Like, I just if if you you have characters like Supergirl, and I know the show's not as much fighting as like Arrow is, but you have a character that's super powered like her, you're gonna end up doing a lot of fight scenes. So like, just get the characters the actors to learn how to fight better. Like I know it's hard not to get uh, stunt doubles in there because they're not wearing masks, but come on, they could have done something better. Those, those fight scenes were pretty terrible. They, they were. And it's the fight scenes. I always feel are so sluggish, just swinging arms around. And that's pretty much it. The only one that legit has, you know, really good, actually two people have legit good fighting scenes, Alex, and then Guardian, they have the best fighting scenes. All you know when it comes hand in hand. But everybody else, it's just swinging, people ducking, get hit in the face, kick to the chest, pretty much <laughs> over with. Yeah, and then we get to add, now 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 because of this season, we get to add throwing in uh like using your cape, which is we've already said is dumb. They only used like two episodes. What purpose did it have? Yeah, absolutely none. It's fucking cape tricks. Um. But yeah, the I mean they they ended up defeating um, Rain. Uh, they did it to the point where I, I see, and I quite don't I don't quite understand what they ended up doing with Rain. Did she is she dead or is she just trapped inside Sam so that she can come back later? I want to say the whole process of that is that she's dead. So then, what was the difference between stabbing her with a sword? Or having her die inside of the other realm, the other dimension. So she can never come out of the dimension and have it, uh, Sam ever again or possess Sam ever again. But still, like the whole thing that she's like, she tells Martian Manhunter after everybody dies, she's like, I did this wrong. I came in here with plans to kill her, and that was the wrong thing to do. So I, have, I was in the wrong mindset. I can't kill. I can't betray my, my virtues or whatever. And so then she goes back in time, which... Apparently, you just have to find a black hole and then go back in time. Uh, and then I love the fact that, uh, you know, when she went through the black hole, she went back in time. There wasn't two versions of her. She just jumped back into her old body, which that's not the way time travel works. <laughs> no. Nope. I mean, unless you're quantum leaping, I guess. But, or you're uh, the Flash. <laughs> or you're the Flash. Kind of, I mean, because we when with the episodes when you see him like travel back in time to save his mom, there's like two versions of him. Yeah, it's true. So I mean, there's always they don't always do the whole thing. You just jump back into your own body, kind of thing. I don't know. It was just it, it, the whole thing was just very upsetting to me to watch. It was it was just dumb. And then you had the the ghost of. Sam's mom kind of banging around inside her inside that other dimension too. Why? Why was she there? How was she there? Was she just in Sam's head? Was she actually there? Was you know what the fuck was that all about? Yeah, she came back as a force ghost inside her head. I guess Uh, I, I, I don't know and. How do, and I can't believe she trusted her too. Like, how do you know the witches didn't set up a trap so you would drink the wrong water? Exactly. You, you have no idea whatsoever. None of this episode really made any sense. And but guess what? It all worked out in the end for everybody. So yippity dee. <laughs> like literally, I, if I was Marsh Manhunter, I'd be like, really? You're gonna go back and save everybody except for my father? That's fucked up. 
Yeah. <sighs> but there's no saving him. He knew he was coming. And as much as I love, you know, Carl Lumley for voicing, you know, Martian Manhunter in the animated series, as much as I love that dude, you know, there's no saving him. He knew he, his time was coming. So yeah, there's no way. Pretty much. Um, I don't know. The this show, oof, it is, it is really hard for me to want to watch it again next season. I know. I'm just gonna ask. Do you think with the whole Red Sun, do you think it's gonna take the entire season, or do you think it's just gonna be a half a season thing? Uh, I don't think it will be the entire season. I think. Uh, I mean, especially with the whole idea of uh, that that special rock or whatever, and now that we know that Lena has some more of it, like she created some for. Uh, uh, Alora to take back to um, Argo. Uh, we yeah. there. She, she has some there that she's gonna be messing with. We already saw her like Miss Tessamacher, like come to fuck around with it some more. Whatever they're gonna end up doing with it, I don't know. They're gonna do witchcraft. I guess. I don't know. So, but Colville was still alive, right? Yeah, surprisingly. Yeah, we thought he died at the end of the last episode, but he was still like crawling around. So I, I don't know yeah. what, what happened to him at the end of the battle, if they locked him up too or not, but, uh, yeah, I, I assume that he'll have some, something to do in future episodes. Yeah. More than likely. <sighs> I'm just glad the season's over. This was, yeah. this was a hard watch. What is something, I, uh... what's something you want them to do next season with that, with the show? One more time, you cut out. What's something you want them to do next season with this show? Something I want them to do with the show. Not necessarily a storyline or anything like that, because we already know that at least uh, Red Sun is going to be one of the storylines. But do you right. want do you want them to to thin out the the cast? Do you want them to focus more on uh, certain aspects? Do you want them to? not show so much Supergirl? I don't know. Like, which one... Like, is there anything in particular that you want them to do with the show would, next season? I would be okay with them having less Supergirl. And yes, I know the show is titled Supergirl. Um, but yeah, I, I honestly either think that they need less of her or I I would, you know, want Superman to be involved a little bit more. Uh, maybe being, uh, um, he could be like, Hey, you know, I know that you've been saving the city, but you know, it's time that I show you more, you know, more ways to use your powers or to control your powers. So you're not just swinging up left, you know, right up kind of thing. Um, <laughs> so, you, so you can actually have a battle strategy when you go into the field and fight, take on strong op- opponents. Yeah, we also heard a little bit of, of Superman in the episode because they're like, oh, don't worry, Superman has saved Madagascar. It's like, oh, okay, well, that, that part is taken care of, I guess. I, I guess, you know, we have uh, Allura here with uh, helping us fight. We don't need another powered person to help us fight against rain. Yeah, essentially. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, why would you want to get all the help that you can get when having to fight a powered person, Right. Right. Uh, all right. Um, yeah, a rough episode. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I want them to do with next season. Um, I think she needs to give up working at Catco. I think obviously they've already kind of already done that. It's just let her work at the DEO, I guess, if that's what you want. It you want to do. Yeah. Uh, 
the whole oh we didn't even mention the fact that Jimmy uh, went ahead and and outed himself as the guardian. So I hope that plays out something. I think Catco is guardian. Yeah, Catco is just gonna play out or be played out the whole thing anyways. Like it's not even gonna be a thing anymore in the next season. Because look, the only characters that you had attached to Catco at this point was Jimmy, Sam, uh, Tessamager or whatever her name is, and uh, and and Kara. Well, Kara can go work for the DEO permanently because her her sister's gonna be be the director. Sam probably won't even be back next season. Her and her daughter are gonna go live somewhere else. Jimmy is now outed as a superhero, so he probably wants to just be a superhero forever. So fuck the fact that Jimmy Olsen has been in. Superman comic books forever as a photographer and a news person, <laughs> newspaper person, because he's going to be the guardian now. And then, uh, you know, Lena obviously doesn't care about Catco either. So, right. So just give um, up, give up Catco magazine. It's it's not a part that's needed in the show anymore. Nope, not at all. We're gonna. Uh, that means somebody's gonna have to run it. Um, they're probably either gonna try to bring in Callista Flockhart or they're gonna. Um, bring in the Grouch from season two. I forgot his name. Snapper. S- Snapper Car. Yeah. So yeah, I, I yeah maybe uh, I don't know. I I just don't think that they're ever gonna let Kako go, and I don't think Supergirl will ever stop working at Kako. Yeah, you don't think so? Ever? No. <laughs> uh. Okay. Uh, let's see. There's there's actually some trivia for this episode. In another attempt to yet. To explain Superman's whereabouts during the critical... Oh, we talked about that. Despite the reoccurring appearance of Legion of Superheroes, their flight rings throughout the season, the fact that Superman keeps a Legion flight ring in the Fortress of Solitude, first seen in Season 1, is never explained. When Wynn leaves Brainiac 5 in the handwritten diagram for the circuit for the force field projector in the comic books, Brainiac 5 is known for using a first pers- personal force field projector in combat. Car turns back time. Uh, Car is given a Legion flight ring. Super, yeah, that's right. Monel gives her a Legion flight ring so that she has her own. Uh, states that Win, Supergirl states that Win made her costume for costume, but Monel taught Supergirl to cape fight, telling her that her cape w- was made of Kryptonian met- meta fiber. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The this marks the last appearance of Jeremy Jordan, Chris Wood, and Odette Annabelle. The episode was previously titled Superman or Supergirl Returns. This was a callback to the 2006 movie Superman Returns, which starred Brandon Routh. Who, out, however, the title continuously switched back and forth, making fans quit quite confused about the real name because the episode ended up being called Battles Lost and Won. Uh, hmm. The distant relative of Brainy is the original Brainiac. The moment where Rain holds Supergirl in a headlock is reminiscent of the now famous moment in Man of Steel where Superman snaps Zod's neck. Oh, okay. And the episode was shot primarily at the Vancouver Art Gallery. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, does do you think she gets a new love interest next season? God, I hope not, man. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what this show does. Yep, they'll introduce somebody else. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cloak and Dagger, call and response. Episode four. Uh, what did you think of this episode? This, we we got to see them kind of dealing with the fact that they are, you know, they are who they are, how they got their powers, what what that what does what it means that they uh, when they get closer to each other, why they're drawn to each other, why uh, you know 
they're going through what they're going through. Once again, the episode jumps around in time because we're kind of seeing we're seeing them as they met up at the end of the episode, but we're seeing everything that led up to them meeting up at the end of the episode. Right. And, you know, uh, the past couple episodes, they've done a really good job with all the, you know, time jumps. But this one, I just felt that they should focus half the episode on a certain aspect and then the other episode with leading to that point, not just every commercial break, you know, skipping around. Kind yeah. Of thing. So I have to say that I understand that we're we're trying to set up different ways to tell comic book superhero shows stories and stuff like that right we don't want everything to look like the cw universe where everything is just hey here's the bad guy let's fight them this is more of a introvert story this is more about them dealing with the world around them and stuff like that how their own issues yeah dealing with their own issues doing the fact that they have powers and stuff like that However, I would love to just finally see them do something with their powers, like in the way a superhero would do kind of thing. Like so far, like it wasn't until this episode now that Tandy actually figured out a way to trigger the power herself, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. But so far Tyrone isn't really used his powers to do any good. He's kind of tried to use it to one, either save his skin two by accident or three, try to, uh, kill somebody that just didn't work out. Yeah. Multiple times. I don't know. I mean, I, I know that they're not the typical superheroes in the comic books already, but I would just like to see them do some heroic stuff. Yeah. But I, I mean, I guess this episode again, you know, they have to really figure out how to use their powers and find that out. So maybe next episode we'll see something good, hopefully, some action. Right. So we we got to dive deeper into uh, Tyrone's family's background. His father comes from a very rich background in, I don't know if it's. Uh, hoodoo or sangria or, or whatever the the that religion santeria santeria sorry not sangria my god i'm an idiot <laughs> uh but yeah santeria but uh yeah we got to see that his his father was was something that of some type of importance when he was younger he was what they called a spy boy uh yeah. and then his older brother william was also a spy boy when he was younger and they have this ritual of creating something out of beads, uh, you know, for themselves. And he, his older brother not, never got to finish his, but Tyrone was drawn to it, as he said, in, in the closet of stuff that was either not finished or going to be thrown away. And it just happens to look just like the comic book accurate costume that Cloak wears in the comics. Yeah, um, and I think there was an article, too, saying that um, for fans to expect, you know, those callbacks to the costumes from from the comics, and it did look pretty pretty legit, looked really good. Yeah, it did. His cloak does look good. Now, I don't expect there to be a comic-accurate costume for Dagger, though, because her, her costume is pretty ridiculous. It's very much a, you know, teenage boy fantasy costume. Uh, with the whole like middle of it cut out kind of thing, like <laughs> just showing off cleavage and like a V that goes all the way down to her pelvis. So 
Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. But maybe a white cat suit at some point. She wears a lot of white already. Like we saw in some of those dream sequences where she's wearing a white dress and stuff. Like I assume that was the closest that you'll get to the callback to her costume. Maybe. But yeah, do you think that we'll actually get them being a costume duo at some point? Not, I don't see it this season. Not this season? No. Fair enough. Um, and I know that they've, uh, just from doing research on the characters while watching the show, I know that they've had their run-in with other um, other comic book heroes um, from the Marvel side. Uh, do you think that potentially, you know, we'll get like a B character, like a C Marvel character added onto the show? Uh, I'm sure we'll get some, some yeah, C characters added on. Uh, I don't think that we'll see any bigger heroes or anything like that. Uh, I don't even know if we'll get any big villains at, at any point. Um, I don't honestly don't know who their their set of characters are in their comic books, so I, I wouldn't know who to expect or who maybe someone's already been introduced. I have no idea. But uh, yeah. it it I just I kind of just want stuff to start to happen with the show. I mean, we're four episodes in now, and. I feel like we're still just playing a lot of get to know these guys. And I, I kind of already feel like we know them like in four episodes, we know who these characters are now. Yeah, pretty much. Um, we don't need any more character development at this point. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. I mean, we can get more later on, but I just feel like you need to have something happen already. Like just something big, something interesting. Uh, there was kind of something with um, Tandy's mom's boyfriend, who's the lawyer. He ended up getting killed and by Roxon. By Roxon. Well, we assume is probably Roxon because uh, they did. He, he did. He was helping them file a suit against Roxon for the death of her, or not the death, but like the name. Or what's what's it called? De- defamation of the, her father's name. So, uh, he did end up hiding some files in his wall though, which I don't know if you know how fire works, but it tends to burn (laughs) up walls too. So, and how did that safe was uh, fireproof? Yeah, but it wasn't all she did was put a knife through drywall and grab the files. Like, it's not like it was in a safe. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what it was a little weird to me, but all right, fine. I guess, uh, that's what they want to do, but wouldn't you go like after you saw the guy get shot and then the place be burned down? Wouldn't you go and uh, talk to the, your police officer friend? Yeah, that'd be you know a smart move. I would think so. It seemed like it'd be pretty intelligent. To be like, hey, I just watched someone get killed, and then the 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 crime get covered up. You might want to go uh, arrest somebody for that. Yeah. But, of course, she wants nothing to do with cops, especially with how that cop was like, yeah, there's nothing else we can do. Sorry, you're kind of screwed. Bye. Uh, And then what do you think Tyrone's plan to get back at the cop is? Like the whole bike getting stolen thing? Uh, I don't don't even know. He just bitched out for no reason. And I understand, you know, being a minority and especially with, you know, police station with, you know, heavily white cops. Uh, he should still listen to Tandy. 
should have gone with the plan. At this point, I really don't know if he's going to go back in there, man up, and be like, okay, bike got stolen. I'm sorry I ran away the other day. I just got nervous. Help me out, please. Oh, he did. He, did went, he went back at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he walked in. He says, I need to talk to Officer O'Reilly, I think it was. but And that's where right. the episode ended for him. Um, right. I thought... Didn't the... The, the, the call the cop that shot his brother though doesn't isn't a cop anymore right like he says he's vice so i think he's still a cop oh okay so they moved him around and then put him undercover and said that he wasn't a, he wasn't a cop all right right uh i don't know like i said i i hope something happens in the next episode just to keep me a little bit more interested but uh we'll see we'll see definitely see towards the end of the i think i also think that Unfortunately, someone either uh, Tyrone's mom or Tyrone's dad is going to end up dying before the end of the season. Oh God! Oh, oh God! I didn't think about that. What What makes you say that though? I just got this feeling, the way that they are portraying the two <laughs> characters, that I, I think something like that's going to happen to Tyrone. Well, if you know he's getting close to his dad now, then more than likely it's going to be the dad that's going to die. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. Uh, okay. Was there anything else you wanted to say about Cloak and Dagger? Not a whole lot in this episode. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, there's there, we saw a lot of stuff, but yeah, there's not a lot to talk about. So uh, if anybody has any more information they'd love to drop on us about these two shows or anything you'd like to say or about any of the stories that we talked about today, we'd love to hear from you. I'm on Twitter as Mitchipedia.ger. The rest of, or I'm sorry, Daniel's also on Twitter as <laughs> Super Commie Daniel. The rest of Geek Elite Radio is at Geek Elite Radio on Twitter, at Geek Elite Radio on Instagram, Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Radio is our Facebook page, and GeekEliteRadio.com is our website. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the Geek Elite Radio Network. But until next time, this is Televised Heroics on the Geek Elite Radio Network saying always remember to Geek Out. Geek Out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.